0: Hey guys, it's Derek. We're back on the podcast. And this week, Ashley and I are sitting down to have a fun yet serious conversation with y'all. And the topic of this conversation is quit doing dumb shit. And what we mean by that is quit buying into all of the things that you've bought into that you know are not going to move you further along your journey, whether it's in nutrition, fitness, or life. And you know exactly what we're talking about. Something probably just came to mind as I said it. Something that you're too embarrassed to tell your friends and family that you tried. Something that you would never recommend to anybody else. Something that you know is continuing to hold you back and prevent you from moving forward and achieving your goals. So we're going to cover all of those things today and keep it as short and brief as possible, but also structure the conversation in a way that brings you as much value as possible so without further ado let's get into the podcast All right, everybody, welcome back to Ballistic Performance Radio. This is episode number 45, and I am here with Ash. Once again, it's the dynamic duo, the dream team, <laughs> the hashtag relationship goals. Oh,
1: my gosh.
0: What's up, Ash? How are you doing?
1: Good. How are you?
0: Wonderful. We are here in my parents' house, yeah. in my sister's bedroom, <laughs> because there's nowhere else to record this. Uh, we're here for the weekend because we're grabbing plates. Because yeah. what did we buy?
1: We bought a barbell and a rower, woof woof. and I su- or I tried surprising Derek with a seventy-pound kettlebell.
0: But explain why you tried and did, you- but you didn't succeed.
1: So I bought one before the barbell went for se- or was available, and. Then we, after buying the barbell, we realized there were no plates available. So we drove to his parents' house and all of this equipment was coming the day we left. So Derek reached out to our neighbor and uh, to put it in our garage. And he texted Derek and was like, Oh, so I took that big box, the long box, and a 70 pound kettlebell. And Derek was like, <laughs> He was on the couch and he looks over and he's like, I. A 70-pound kettlebell came. Like, I didn't buy one. I just looked. And he looked so confused. And I just looked over, and I was like, surprise. Because
0: (laughs) I genuinely thought that I accidentally ordered a 75... Or a 70-pound kettlebell because I had one in my cart a couple days before. Before buying the rower. Right. (laughs) And so I just assumed that, holy shit, I accidentally paid for that. And then when I saw that we didn't pay for it, I thought... Wow, Rogue just (laughs) gave us a free kettlebell.
1: (laughs) No. No, not I was trying (laughs) to surprise him for the start of his new job. (laughs) No
0: such luck. But uh, all that said, we bought all of those things unexpectedly, but we also did some work on the garage. Mm -hmm. We painted the garage to make it look cleaner for all of the content that we're creating in there. Uh, And we we rearranged it. So now we have more room for activities. Mm Mm-hmm and it's all good stuff happening there at, at uh, Ballistic Performance HQ aka <laughs> our apartment
1: <laughs> yeah no I I love the garage now uh, what is happening next week for you
0: yeah next week and just what is this now when this releases I'll have already had oh, my yeah. first day under my belt but on Monday begins my first day of my new job
1: yeah looking at the
0: next late, the next uh, well hopefully the greatest salesman <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> either yeah. that or the next mediocre salesman we'll find out <laughs> You'll be uh, great. and then besides that you know it's fall fall is it officially is here. fall i believe the 22nd is officially the first day of fall so what would that be like wednesday or something like that yeah uh so yeah that's exciting yeah and it's, it's super nice but it's, it's cold
1: yeah like walking colda coda colda coda is not that fun right now
0: no just imagine when there's snow coming down
1: i know but it's uh, good
0: all right, well, what about Ballistic? What's going on there? Anything new?
1: So we are lining up a few guests That's right. for this podcast. We're not going
0: to reveal any names. Nope.
1: I'm excited, Keeping though.
0: it close to the vest.
1: Uh, we revamped the Build, Move, and Nutrition pages on the website.
0: That's right. The Nutrition page is already live. The Build page is already live all we're waiting on is the move page because we're experimenting with some other stuff, working with yeah. Boris over at Metcon Creative. So once we get all that other stuff squared away, then all the pages will have those newer features that we're kind of in the the draft phase with right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so build and nutrition, those pages have been updated and then they'll continue to get additional updates as we continue work with Boris. Again, he's over with Metcon Creative, founder of Metcon Creative. Yeah. Uh, and... Then we're, uh, we're getting ready to launch our custom page, mm-hmm. and by custom, that is what we're calling our individual design or our, you know, customized programming. I think yep. people can relate more to the word custom. That's why we chose it. Uh, I think unless you're in the fitness circle, you probably look at individual design and wonder what the hell is individual design. Yeah. So anyway, that page is going to be live about in the next week or so, I hope, and uh on top of all that, we're in the midst of planning our next program launch. Yes. We're not going to say what it is. Nope. I am pumped. it's going to be exciting. Yeah. And it's actually, it's not just one program. No. There's multiple things happening.
1: Yeah. there's oh, yeah. We have a lot of really cool things for the rest of 2020.
0: It's going to be awesome. Yeah. All right. Well, that brings us to today's topic of conversation, which is quit <laughs> doing stupid shit. Ashley's so upset that this is the title because she doesn't like to curse, but I'm trying to force her into it.
1: I swear he named, he's doing it to try to make me, so when I was reading through the outline, I was like, I'm gonna say stupid stuff, (laughs) (laughs) so sorry.
0: (laughs) Anyway, today is titled Quit Doing Stupid Shit, and what we mean by that is when we say that, we're talking about all the BS that you've bought into and continue to buy into even though you know it's not going to work. And you know exactly what we're talking about. We're talking about the shit that you're embarrassed to tell your friends and family that you're doing or maybe they know but you would never recommend it to them to try because it's so outrageous and ridiculous. So, And we'll get into what exactly I mean by that, but you probably already have something that just popped in your head Mm -hmm. as I was explaining it. And so the purpose of this talk today is really to outline all this stupid shit and help you to understand why you need to quit doing that stuff at the gym, in the kitchen, and throughout your life.
1: I love it. I'm excited.
0: Do you actually love it, or you're like, eh?
1: Uh, I love the topic, don't love the name. (laughs) (laughs) So why don't you start with, here we go, stupid stuff in fitness.
0: All right, stupid (laughs) shit in fitness. So This is not fun. (laughs) These are in no particular order, but these are all the things that we've seen And you've probably heard of or done yourself. And we're here to tell you to quit doing this shit. Mm -hmm. So the first thing is signing up for every six week shred in your town. Quit (laughs) being that guy or gal that signs up for the one over at gym A and then runs over to gym B after the first six weeks and then gym C. And all you're doing is running around because all these programs are cheaper than the membership to the actual facility. And... All you're doing is putting yourself in this perpetual cycle of short-term, aggressive, restrictive habits, followed by probably a little bit of a lull, and then into the next Mm short-term stint of unsustainable, unrealistic behavior. And you're just repeating that cycle over and over and over again. Well, what happens when you run out of six-week shreds? What the hell are you gonna do then? Yeah. So that's number one.
1: Yeah, I was just gonna say you have to build sustainable habits.
0: Yeah, you have to. If you wanna have long-term results, if you wanna cultivate a healthier lifestyle, you need to learn how to do the things that actually move move the needle and how to do them for the rest of your life.
1: And that is going to take a lot longer than six weeks. I I, I wish it did, but it's not the case. just not gonna <laughs>
0: happen. You need to invest in the long-term game. Yeah. All right, number two, making every exercise plyometric. Mm-hmm. We've done a couple posts on this already, but it I just can't get over it because with COVID happening and all this body weight crap happening at people's houses because there's no equipment available, just cut that out. Mm-hmm. Just stop. You look silly. You are making every movement in your workout plyometric, and what I mean by that is jumping. And all you're doing, you're not just jacking up intensity. You're jacking up your body. You need to... Pull back. You need to increase your tempo. You need to slow things down and focus on quality. It's okay if your heart rate is not through the roof on every single workout.
1: Yeah, that's, I don't really have anything to add with that. That's one. I, it. Yeah. Uh, what's the third?
0: Oh, this one gets me fired up know. too. Adding mini bands to all of your f- effin' good
1: job. Uh. I filtered
0: that f word out. <laughs> all your effing exercises. Many bands are not designed to build muscle or quote unquote tone in any way. They are not designed to be additional resistance and load that Im- that improve the stimulus of your exercise. They are designed to activate for lack of a better term, they're designed to help you activate and engage musculature, Mm -hmm. not to train musculature. Yeah, like in a warm-up. In a warm-up, in maybe even like just additional accessory work, Yeah. not in your actual training. Mm -hmm. Quit. That's not going to make your ass look better. Just stop it.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yep. It'll make you squat better.
0: Not even guaranteed to make you squat better though.
1: No, I'm just saying with activation. Right, it, like, might,
0: it might long-term help you be more efficient in your squat. Yeah. Right? But it ain't going to improve your squat mechanics.
1: No, 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 no.
0: Yeah, it's just that drives me up the wall. And anybody listening, if you want to argue about that, actually, let's put it more politely, if you want to debate about that, please send us a DM. I'll have you on the show. <laughs> I would love to do that. <laughs> oh All right, gosh. next you need to stop spending ninety-seven minutes on the elliptical.
1: Why, why did you choose ninety-seven? Because <laughs> it minutes? just
0: sounds outrageous. <laughs> you need to stop spending so much freaking time on the elliptical, the treadmill, and stair whatever stepper, other stairmaster. Yes, yeah, stairmaster, whatever other one. piece of shit cardio equipment is at your local YMCA. Just stop it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That yes, you need cardiovascular or cardiorespiratory exercise for your health. But that is not what's going to move you towards long-term weight loss goals, long-term aesthetic goals, long-term uh, you know hypertrophy goals. All you're doing is wasting. I don't want to say wasting. You're not spending your time as efficiently as you can. Yeah. You need to engage in some cardiorespiratory exercise, but you also need to engage in resistance training three to four days per week. You need to get into higher levels of intensity a couple times a week. You need to... Incorporate those things or else you're literally just spinning your wheels, no pun intended. Mm -hmm. All right, next one. You need to stop doing all the BS, flashy, fancy, sexy exercises that you see on Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, across all the platforms. That bullshit doesn't do anything for you. Mm -hmm. Your fancy standing rotational shoulder press with a kick, right? I'm just like making things up. (laughs) That stuff is not making the exercise more effective. It's not making the exercise more intense. It's not making the exercise harder. It's literally just varying it so it tricks you into thinking, "Wow, this is something brand new. This is really cool. Like this must be the new like the best and greatest thing around." Yeah. Just stick to the basics. That's the reason they've been around for so long. And by basics, I don't mean like low skill work. I mean stick to the stuff that's proven. Stick to squatting, to deadlifting, to pressing, to all the variations that are associated with that. Yeah, to pushing, to pulling. The things that you know and see and think, oh, I know what that is. Not the thing that you look at and think, wow, what the hell is that? That must be advanced.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: All right, Uh, next one. This applies to everybody except for the .01% of people. You do not need to do two-a-days. You don't, you're trying to do too much. If you feel like you need to go to the gym twice a day, it's not a physical fitness problem, it's a mental problem. Mm -hmm. You're obsessed, aka addicted to exercise. You don't need to go to the gym twice a day, you need to go to the gym once a day, give it a full effort when you're there, and that's relative to whatever the stimulus is supposed to be that day, and then carry on with the rest of your life. You need to eat whole foods. You need to be active outside of the gym. And then you're going to be just fine. That additional hour of training that you think is putting you on another level and putting you in a better place is not doing anything other than running you ragged. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I love how after every one of these, you're just like, yep. I I agree. Yep. I do. I know. I love it. That's why we're so good together because we agree. Right? (laughs) Yep. All right. uh, Next one. Fasted cardio. You do not need to be doing fasted cardio. It does not burn more calories. It does not help you lose weight faster. It is literally, it's almost like placebo effect. You think by going into exercise with nothing in your system that you're burning the calories that you ate the night before. That is not how it works. You're just expending energy And if you don't have any calories in your body prior to exercising, there's a good chance you're just going to feel like shit. Yeah. You're going to feel weak. You're going to feel like you have low blood sugar. You're not going to be able to train as hard. And so all you're doing is depriving yourself of a greater performance.
1: Yeah. Literally with working out, if you do work out extremely early in the morning, just choose whatever you feel better. Like if you feel like crap after you eat, don't eat. If you feel like crap when you when you don't eat eat like it's whatever is going to make you have more energy for the workout
0: yeah but don't think that not eating like i'm backing up what you're just saying don't think by not eating you're doing yourself a favor yeah like if you feel no difference yeah if you feel better great but don't think that it's leading to better results or faster results that's not how it works no all right next one quit following the redundant crappy programming at your affiliate if it's crappy redundant programming. If you hate the routine or the program that you're following, switch it up. Quit following something that's beating the hell out of you or that you don't enjoy or that you're questioning. If you can't buy into it, you're not gonna put a full effort in, you're not gonna see the results that you want, you're not gonna stick with it long term. Mm-hmm. So if you don't like what you're doing, or you're questioning what you're doing, and your coach has no reason to back it up, or you've seen the same movement 17 times in one week and you're thinking, holy shit, my shoulders are gonna fall off, then make the choice, take the action necessary to get out of that. Yeah. Uh, we're almost done here, two more. Next one, training through pain. The whole no pain, no gain thing. I don't I think that came from sport, but I don't know, but that is not how it works in fitness.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yes, there are times when the intensity is high, that there's going to be discomfort, right? That's just a physiological response due to the due to what's happening in your body. But you're not training through sharp shooting, pins and needles type pain. You don't need to do that. That's putting you in a worse position. All that's going to do is lead to you being more broken for a longer period of time and possibly never being able to rehabilitate out of it. You need to train and move away from pain, not through it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Does
0: that pretty much sum that up? I don't want to get too carried away with that one.
1: No, I think that was good.
0: All right, and then our last one here for stupid shit in fitness that you need (laughs) to quit doing is going through the motions. I don't know how many times, and as you've seen it, how many times we see a client come into the gym. We know this person. We like this person. But all they do is grab their 15-pound dumbbells, because those are the dumbbells that they love, and they just go through the motions half-assed. They barely move through the workout. They barely perform movements to the to the standards that we're providing it's just like a half-assed effort the whole way through yeah that's not making anybody better it's pissing the coach off whether they say it or not it's not putting you in a situation to get better yeah it's wasting everyone's time if you're at the gym especially if you're in a fitness class or working with a personal trainer dedicate yourself to that hour actually put some effort in you're paying for it yeah. You may as well invest your energy into it as well.
1: I was gonna say, even with an at home program like following ballistic, if you're not using the proper weights and doing like progressive overload, you're not going to get a lot out of the program.
0: No. Yeah, that's I love that you brought up progressive overload. Yeah, if you're not pushing yourself, if you're not challenging your body to what it's already accustomed to, you're not going to get better.
1: Yeah. yeah. Simple as that. How do you so this is going off topic, well, on topic, but not on the schedule. How do you think people can learn to put challenge themselves? Like a lot of the conversations I have, they're just like, well, like I'm, I'm comfortable with this weight. And like with us, we were having this conversation the other day a little bit. Like with us, it's like we know how to push ourselves. We know what, how to do progressive overload. And does that make sense? Yeah.
0: I think that's a really good question. And it's almost, it almost comes down to what the Instagram post that we made last week, right? Mm-hmm. Like the one that said, tough shit, just do it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how else to explain it to you other than you need to get uncomfortable. Yeah. I, you might not know exactly what weight you should use, but if you pick it up and you're able to easily do the prescribed number of repetitions and perform the movement with adequate technique and do it safely, you need to do more. Yeah. It's... You know, we can't teach you how to listen to your internal cues and res- and your body's response. Like, you need to learn what's comfortable, what's uncomfortable, and realize that more often than not, in training, you need to be in the uncomfortable place. So if you're one of those people who you love the gym because you go there and just gab, 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 gab with your best friend, and all you do is chat the whole time you're there, and when you leave, like, eh, maybe you sweat. but good thing is you didn't get your lululemon top dirty so thank god (laughs) if that's you you're not getting any better you're not doing yourself any favors you're going to be stuck in that position for a long time you need to learn how to get uncomfortable and go into that place that you probably don't want to go to yeah not even the deep dark scary place just a (laughs) place where you don't normally spend time
1: yeah absolutely i don't know if that
0: answers your question
1: yeah no i think it does um, all righty. Now go into the stupid stuff in nutrition. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right. Maybe, uh, you'll chime in on some of these as well. Cause this is right up your alley. Yeah. All right. So stupid shit in nutrition that you need to quit doing. Mm-hmm. Number one, eating. Let me, I was going to say,
1: let me see the Say this.
0: Go ahead, Ash. Number. What's number one.
1: Eating 1200 calories per day. She said that so
0: calmly and politely. I was going to scream it.
1: Well, I'm like, my facial expression is like, life sucked out of me. (laughs) Because literally, like a four-year-old's recommendation is 1,200 calories per day. Like a four-year-old. You are not four. If you are, well, maybe you are. Maybe your kids are listening to this. But yeah, I hope you get the point.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, guys. 1200 calories do you realize how little that is do you do you understand how inadequate that is to fuel your body? Not, yeah. that's not even adequate to fuel your body with no activity. Your basal metabolic rate, that's the amount of calories you need just to be a living human being is not low is not as low as 1200 calories no, no one's- I've
1: never not one client that I have ever worked with has had a BMR. Of lower than I wanna say fourteen hundred.
0: Exactly. You do not you do not and should not ever be eating that few calories. Yeah. And if you are, come talk to us. We will help you. We will yeah. help you see the light.
1: Yeah. Cause it can be scary when you when you grow up and the diet culture, all that you read is you need to be eating twelve hundred calories. When that's all you've learned, it, it is scary to eat more than that. But we're here telling you that is not sustainable and it is not healthy at all.
0: Amen, sister. <laughs> Amen.
1: Uh, the second one, what is it?
0: Detoxes and cleanses. Mm. If I ever catch any of you with a <laughs> detox slash cleanse kit at your house or yeah. in your Amazon cart, I'm, I'm going to lose it. <laughs> like, I am literally going to lose my mind. These things are not working for you. They are not doing anything other than making you take a lot of shits.
1: Yeah, right? yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> the, you're, these people who do te- detoxes and cleanses, they're losing 10 pounds in seven days because they've dehydrated themselves to the point of being dangerous mm-hmm. through drinking these shakes, not eating solid foods, and literally shitting their brains out.
1: Yeah, as soon as you eat real food, you are going to gain that weight back.
0: Yeah, it's water. And you're probably
1: going to feel bad.
0: Yeah, you're going to feel like crap and then you're probably going to binge because you were so restrictive Mm -hmm. and these are also not a jump start to weight loss because that 10 pounds, again, is going to come back and it's likely going to come back and punch you in the face because you're going to gain more weight than Mm -hmm. what you lost and again, like I don't think we need to get too far into that, but that is the whole point. Those are not healthy, they're not beneficial, they are not doing anything for you.
1: Yeah, Absolutely. The third one is labeling foods as good and bad.
0: Dun, dun, dun.
1: There is no such thing as good and bad food. Like, there's not.
0: Get that out of your head.
1: Like, I don't even understand. Well, here's the
0: problem, right? It's what you mentioned, like diet culture. Mm -hmm. We have people out there preaching that certain foods are good, certain foods are bad, and then you have people like in our position that our fitness quote unquote professionals Mm -hmm. or just straight up like fits that are claiming to be quote unquote naughty when they eat foods that are actually good, that are actually beneficial to your health that provide you with macronutrients and micronutrients. Like just because someone that you see on Instagram doesn't eat dairy doesn't mean that you should not eat dairy yeah right or
1: or just, they label dairy as bad right
0: that's what i mean yeah. if, they, if they label dairy as bad that doesn't mean dairy's bad and if you want to have a pizza pizza is not bad it's just probably not something you should eat all the time yeah there are no good and bad foods you're we've created this facade in our heads that okay on this side of the column these are all good foods these are all foods that i'm allowed to eat on this side, these are all bad foods, the yeah. foods that I'm not allowed to eat, when in reality, there are no columns. It's just all food. It's yeah, one category. Yeah,
1: it's food. That is all it is. Like, yeah.
0: Yeah. I don't think we need to keep no, going. No, we'll, I know. We'll I... end up losing it.
1: <laughs> um, The fourth one, what is it?
0: Next one is being overly restrictive in your efforts. Yeah. You need to cut that out. That is probably what leads more people to failure than anything else or keeps them on this hamster wheel the yo-yo the yo-yo dieting cycle because when you're overly restrictive that's how you end up getting into these periods of being like excessively quote-unquote clean or restrictive Mm -hmm. or being good and then binge eating and then binging on the weekend Being overly restrictive is why you're able to go Monday through Friday only eating your grilled chicken, broccoli, and brown rice. And then when Saturday hits, it's off the deep end. And you've had 17 mimosas at breakfast, cinnamon rolls, and then you're following it up with a 15 cheese omelet.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: That's why you can't keep it together on the weekends. It's because you're being too restrictive. If you would just be willing to eat that bagel or that piece of French toast during the week.
1: Our chocolate at our night. Our
0: cho- Yeah, we eat chocolate every night. Dark chocolate's so good with whipped cream. <laughs> if you would just eat those things that you enjoy like once a week or whatever it is, I'm putting that's arbitrary number, and not hold yourself back and label them as bad and make it seem that if you eat those things you're failing, you wouldn't feel like the moment that pizza gets in front of you, you have to eat the whole thing and be as gluttonous as yeah. possible.
1: I think the other thing too with that is sticking with the pizza example. It's when you're so restrictive and then you have that opportunity to eat pizza, you eat all of it because you're in your mind you're like, well, I don't know when the next time I'm going to allow myself to have pizza. So I need to I need a binge and eat all of it.
0: Yeah. And when you're overly restrictive, you lose sight of portion control. Yeah. So this is a perfect example. Last night, we went out with my parents. Mm-hmm. You and I are trying to be more
1: we're in a cognizant. Deficit yeah, we're right trying now. to be in
0: a caloric deficit and be more cognizant of what we're eating because we have a photo shoot coming up and mm-hmm. we'll do a whole podcast on that. Yeah. But we went out to ice cream with them. We didn't not get ice cream, yeah. we got a small ice cream and we were splitting it. Now, here's the important message. Normally, in my life, in my 29 years on earth, <laughs> even when I was a child, a baby, <laughs> I have always finished my entire ice cream, the whole thing. Same. And it's always been a large, right? Like, I love ice cream. And because you and I have gotten to a place where we're, I th- I'd say we're really good
1: at balance. At balance. Yeah.
0: Like, really good at not being restrictive, but moving toward our goals. Last night, we went and got this small ice cream. You and I each had probably like five bites. Mm-hmm. And then neither of us wanted any more. Yeah. That has never happened in my entire life. But it's because we aren't to the point where I'm like, holy shit, if I don't eat all this ice cream now, I'm never going to have ice cream again. Mm-hmm. I might have ice cream again tomorrow, Yeah. I, but I don't, I'm not in a place where I look at it and think, oh, I am going to crush this. I need all of this because I never get to have this.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, what's the next one?
0: The next one, I just threw this on here just for fun. I don't have a lot to say about it, but powdered greens, like Mm -hmm. super greens, right? Just
1: eat your food. Just eat your vegetables. Eat your vegetables.
0: You don't need super greens. Yeah. You need broccoli. You need cauliflower. You need every other vegetable that's in the produce aisle.
1: Yep. Eat those (laughs) things,
0: and you don't need to spend buku bucks on super greens. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and just one more thing. If you're taking these powdered greens, guess what you're not getting? Fiber, like zero. Yeah. So, that's another important factor, all right, continuing on next one.
1: cutting carbs
0: uh, oh, I think we're on the tail end of this, yeah, I think people I hope are so. I think the message is getting out there enough now, but low carb is not the answer. It might be the answer for some people, but it is not the end all be all yeah you don't need to be on a low carb diet or low carb which we call it? eating regimen or restrict carbs mm-hmm. in order to. Lose weight or change your body composition. You need carbs. Yeah. Especially if, if you're, you're doing... doing high intensity exercise. Yeah. CrossFit, Orange Theory, F45, Barry's Bootcamp, any of these big brands that you've heard of. You need carbohydrates. All right. Next
1: goes along the same line uh, yeah very similar intermittent fasting and or keto to lose weight
0: how many times have someone asked us this a client a random person probably a stranger. every single one of my clients have asked about intermittent fasting guys
1: keto doesn't sound as a- appealing especially when you're like explain right what it truly means but
0: here's the thing with keto you're not losing weight because of ketosis mm-hmm. you're not if you are following keto, even if you follow it to a T, it's highly unlikely that you're in ketosis because you're not doing it well enough.
1: Yeah. That's what I mean. Like when I explain that, yeah. they're like, oh. Right. And so that's not why. And
0: same thing with inner... Not as much with intermittent fasting, but with keto also... You're losing. You might see results, or your friend might see results, because the quality of their food drastically improved. Mm-hmm. Because you can't eat all the junk that you normally would. Yeah, it's not because keto is some magic pill. Yeah, it's because you stopped eating sleeves of Oreos on the weekend.
1: Yeah, with intermittent fasting, it goes along kind of those same lines. Like, there's nothing s- fancy about it. Like, it's not like this special trick. It literally shortens the window of time you are allowing yourself to eat. So, say you stop. Your goal is to stop eating at eight p.m. Well, if you go out with friends at nine p.m. and they order a pizza, if you're truly following intermittent fasting, you don't eat it. So, you're more, most, more, most likely sticking towards your goals. Um, does that make sense? Yeah.
0: So it shortens the window, and then. On top of that, you can extend that thought a little bit more. If you have a shorter window to eat and you're a person who tends to binge mm-hmm. and is has gluttonous behavior when you have limited time to eat, you might not even be eating less calories, which is why most people lose weight on their men fasting because they are not eating as much throughout the day. And you might just slam 3,500 calories in that six-hour window yeah. or whatever the window is.
1: Yeah. The other thing, I'm just going to throw this out there quickly, is... There has to be a lot of research done around intermittent fasting and women. Uh, everything that I have read so far says how it, that there just needs to be more research done, that it can kind of affect menstrual health or menstrual cycles, hormones. So if you're a woman listening or a female listening, just be aware of that. I like it. Uh, next one.
0: Next one. I just watched, a, I was inspired by by Jordan Syatt about this one. Okay. And you can follow me here. I think you look a little confused, but you'll see as I explain. The next one is intuitive eating. Now, we talk about this with our clients sometimes, and we don't disagree with intuitive eating. But here's the problem with intuitive eating, which if you don't know what that is, it's essentially eating when you're hungry, not eating when you're not. Yeah. Here's a problem with that. Just like people lose track of thirst cues, people lose track of other internal cues about like anything, Yeah. right? You can lose track of hunger cues. Yeah. And you can completely almost, I don't want to say unlearn because that's not a word, but you can lose sight of what it means to be hungry and when you need to eat. And so if I tell you, hey, just we we only do intuitive eating. I want you to eat when you're hungry and I want you to not eat when you're not. Well, you might confuse boredom with hunger. Mm -hmm. you might decide you need to eat more even though you don't actually have hunger cues. You're just mistaking something else as a hunger cue. Yeah, And so it's one of those things where, yes, intuitive eating is a great concept, but if you don't understand how to monitor and respond to those cues, it doesn't work.
1: Yeah, and that's something that, at least with my clients, we do incorporate because I think it's really important that you can recognize the difference between Hunger cues and like you said, boredom. Uh, but it can it can be really difficult.
0: Yeah. So it just takes work. Yeah. Don't try that on your own. Yeah. Work with a coach.
1: Absolutely. The next one, Danielle, if you're listening, this one's for you. It's travel food scales. That's right. I
0: thought about you and Danielle when I wrote this. Yeah. It is not okay to carry a food scale in your purse. I don't care who you are. I don't care what your goal is, unless yeah. you're a professional Physique Mm -hmm. athlete competing. Yeah, competing. You do not need to weigh and measure your food at a restaurant. In fact, you look like a psychopath when you do this.
1: Yeah, Mm -hmm. I I remember I, with my travel food scale, I would keep one in the center console of my car and I would bring it out and weigh while driving, not safe, like my yogurt. Like my yogurt when it was full. My yogurt after I ate it to make sure that the serving size was correct.
0: Yeah, that's like,
1: that's not good. That's
0: not, that's not okay. No. Yeah, you do not, and I don't think this applies to a lot of people, but if you're even considering, if you've or if with someone a, has told another you. Another
1: coach, though, uh, like it might, you yeah. might think it, you need it. You
0: don't. Yeah. Stay away from travel food scales. Keep the scale in your kitchen and in your bathroom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> right. I was
1: like, what? Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, next one. Next one. Buying only organic and grass fed and Farm-raised or whatever the hell you want to put on it, right? Yeah, you do not need to buy those types of foods. No, if you have the income to do so, great, go for it. (laughs) But you do not need to spend a fortune in order to eat quality food. Yeah, quality, especially quality produce.
1: Yeah, wash them,
0: guys. We shop at Walmart. (laughs) We get we get our vegetables. (laughs) We buy our produce and everything else we eat from Walmart, and guess what? We are just fine.
1: Yeah, I don't know if we've ever back- we, bought gra- grass-fed in fact,
0: In fact, we went to Whole Foods two weeks ago Ugh. for the first time since we moved to Ann Arbor, and you know what we did? We literally walked in, looked at the price on a couple of things, and we were like, why did we come here?
1: Well, we were gonna just buy dinner, right? but it, but it, was, it wasn't worth it.
0: It's just ridiculous.
1: I mean, it's good quality. If you have the money, Well, that's what I said, right? If you have
0: the money, go for it. It's really good food. It's really good produce. It's really good quality, like you said. Yeah. But if you're tight on money or you're tight on funds, it's okay. You don't need to go spend a fortune there. Go somewhere else. Go to Aldi. Go to Walmart.
1: Absolutely. What's the second to last one?
0: Uh, Second to last one, putting due dates on your weight loss or on your results. That's a a terrible plan. Mm -hmm. You are setting yourself up for stress, anxiety, potential failure.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You're not going to care. When you ultimately reach your goal, you're not going to care how long it took you to get there. You're going to look back and it's not going to matter if it was a year, two years, five years. You're just going to think, wow, I made it. That's all you're going to care about. Yeah. When Even though right now you're thinking, holy shit, I need to lose this 20 pounds by the cruise that I'm going on in February. No, you don't. If you lose 10 pounds by the cruise, that's good enough, Yeah. right? You're going to be okay. You don't need to put due dates on things.
1: Yeah. Last one.
0: Last one. Taking fat burning pills. Just stop it. Do you know what you're actually taking? Here's what you're actually taking. <laughs> when you pick up one of these like HydroxyCut, oxyelite Pro, I don't even know if that's still on the market. It got recalled a few times back in the day, so it <laughs> might be gone. What you're taking is... Is a stimulant that's all it is mm-hmm. your these pills do not increase the rate of lipolysis, which is like burning a f- like actually utilizing fat for energy yeah that does that's impossible all you're doing is getting caffeine and sometimes caffeine that's and other stimulants that are a lot more dangerous for you like ephedrine mm-hmm. in these pills and that is suppressing your appetite
1: I was just gonna say what about so it, are the fat burning pills the same as suppress uh, appetite suppressant pills? Did I just use the right word? Yeah,
0: I actually don't know if that's if that's a thing or not. I just I know think I have of, to look into that. I just think of fat burning pills. I know exactly what those are comprised of. Yeah. I don't. I didn't even know there was such thing as a there are. appetite suppressant.
1: Yeah, we're g- we're gonna look into that and let you know.
0: Okay, continuing right along.
1: Stupid stuff in life. Oh Final yeah. Final category. Final category.
0: All the dumb shit you're doing in your life. <laughs>
1: I love how you follow it up every time after I say it.
0: I know. I'm doing that on purpose to <laughs> I know. push your buttons.
1: I'm well aware. I, uh, first one.
0: All right. First one. Comparing yourself to others. Mm-hmm. I mean, guys, we're guilty of this all the time. We look at, and I saw a great quote. I, I honestly forget who this was from. It might've been from Jordan Syed or maybe it's uh, Carter Good on Instagram, but it basically said, Quick comparing your chapter one. It was Jordan's side. Jo- yeah, I read your this. chapter one to someone else's chapter 15. Yeah. And that, that resonated with me so much, especially on the journey that we're on with our business. Yeah. We're looking at all these people who have been doing this for five, six, seven years. I'm like, damn, like, why aren't we there? Why can't we get to that point? Mm-hmm. Why can't we have 25,000 followers? Guys, your journey is completely different than someone else's. Yeah. Like Jordan said in that quote, it's a completely different book. It's not even in the same genre. Mm-hmm. You need to stop looking at other people and thinking that you should be on their level. You you don't need to be on their level. And if you are supposed to be on that level, you will get there in the time that God has mapped out for you. Yeah. So just stop playing that game and falling into that comparison trap. Stay nice. in your lane, put the blinders on, and just enjoy life.
1: Yeah, what's the second one?
0: Oh, this one took me years to figure this out. Mm-hmm. Quit caring what other people think.
1: I you, literally you care remember too the switch.
0: Fucking much. You care way too much about what people think. Yeah. Go ahead. You remember the switch?
1: Like of when you stopped caring. Oh yeah. Like when it... I first met you, you were still in that phase. Oh yeah. And then within probably six months. I, yeah. I, I just don't know. saw how
0: weird you were and you still had friends. <laughs> and so I was like, well, I guess I can be weird and people still like me. <laughs> <laughs> so rude.
1: <laughs> but yeah, you just, you can't care what other people are thinking.
0: It's just, ru- it, you don't even understand. Like when, when I was in that phase, like I couldn't see it, you know, I couldn't see yeah, the bigger picture. Yeah. But now looking back, it's like, I could have had so much. I still had a great time. I still had so much fun. Yeah. But it's just different you couldn't be it's freeing it's Mm -hmm. it's this feeling of like there's no weight on your shoulders like you don't give a shit.
1: yeah yeah
0: uh so yeah quit caring what other people think guys it doesn't do anybody any good Mm -hmm. what's the next one
1: over promising and under delivering this one drives (laughs) me nuts like i started laughing when i read it yeah i (laughs)
0: hate this one though
1: it's the worst
0: and if you're probably, you might be guilty of this listening, and it happens, right? On occasion, something like this happens. You, it's- it
1: seriously, though, is probably the number one thing I think about. When I say something to someone, I'm like, in my head, I'm like, okay, when can I realistically get it done? When is the fastest I could get it done? And when is the slowest? And I am telling them the slowest. Yeah,
0: right. Exactly. Nothing is worse than telling somebody you're going to do something by a certain date, or yeah. just telling someone you're going to do something in general, and then you can't follow through, yeah. or you can't follow up, or just overhyping something, right? And <laughs> yeah, go ahead.
1: No, I was just going to say I feel like I overhype things, right? But that's a
0: little <laughs> less important, right? Yeah. But it's if you're going to do something, like Ash just said, take some time, think about what you're about to say, and provide the most realistic. Mm-hmm explanation or response yeah don't provide what you think could be the fastest because there's nothing worse than saying it's going to be done tomorrow yeah let's say it's i'm going to have it done by tomorrow and then you don't get it done till tuesday versus hey i'm going to get this to you tuesday man
1: and then you have it done tomorrow. And
0: then you have it done tomorrow. Now you like look heck, like yeah. now you look like a boss hoss.
1: Yeah. And they're
0: like, wow, this dude is a freaking beast. Yeah. Versus the other way around, You're you pissed. look like the jackass who can't get shit done.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that one gets at me. Um, number four.
0: Number four, settling. I hate this.
1: hmm These I, are all really like I f- these I mean, could be. We deep. really try to, yeah. We could do a whole episode on every single one. But episode. I'm trying to stay shallow. Yeah. Okay. So settling.
0: So settling. And, I mean, we both have so many friends, mm-hmm. so many family members, right? Just so yeah. many people you come into contact with in your life yeah. that are just settling.
1: Mm-hmm. It's they're so not. They're it makes not living me the very life. sad. It makes you mad. It makes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> That's why we're different humans. <laughs> You're settling for the life that you have in front of you right now. You're settling yeah. and you're accepting complacency because you don't want to take action and change it. Mm-hmm. You can. You can take action and change it.
1: Yeah, you can do anything. It
0: might not be easy. It mm-hmm. actually would probably be really hard, but you don't have to settle. You're just choosing to because it's easy. That's yeah. what you're comfortable with. That's what's safe. That's what all your other friends and family members are telling you is the right thing to do. Who gives a shit what all those guys are saying? Yeah. You need to do you and you need to pursue things that are going to make you happy. Mm-hmm. Quit settling.
1: Yeah. Uh, Next one is setting easy goals.
0: Yeah, guys, you need to quit setting goals that you can reach out and touch. Yeah. You need to set big, scary, audacious goals. Yeah. You need to set goals that scare you when you say them out loud. That when you write them down, you get pumped but also frightened. Yeah. Those are the kind of goals you need to set. If you're sitting there thinking, uh, just money's an easy one, right? You're sitting there thinking you want to earn $250,000 next year. How about you step up your game and you say, I want to earn a million dollars next year. <laughs> like you need yeah. to, because then you'll have a much higher chance of earning 250.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Like that's just
0: an easy example, but you can do this with anything, right? Mm-hmm. You can say, hey, I want to have that, the VP position at my at my company. Well, why the hell aren't you striving to be the president? Yeah. Why aren't you striving for something greater? Set those goals high
1: because mm-hmm.
0: if you put the effort in, you can get to
1: them. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, next one is?
0: Being late. Oh my. This one might get me more fired <laughs> up than the over-promising under-delivering.
1: Really? I,
0: yeah, I hate it. I just don't understand it, especially in the fitness profession. Seeing people come to class late is an easy example. I don't care what you have going on. I understand and can empathize that you have your own life. Mm -hmm. You have other things going on in your life. You have kids, you have a job, you have X, Y, and Z. But guess what? My time is just as valuable as yours. And you're telling me that you can't get to class on time? If that's the case and your schedule physically doesn't allow it, guess what? That's not the class that you should go to. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Right, and that goes with anything. If you can't get to the appointment on time because your schedule's so jam packed, you shouldn't have made the appointment at that time, or you need to reschedule.
1: Give yourself some buffer.
0: Yeah, like quit, quit planning things up to the minute. Mm -hmm. Give yourself some buffer throughout your day, or make the commitment to freaking get there on time. Yeah, like and same things like being people being late for work. You make the same commute. Every freaking day. Yeah. And you wait until the last possible second to leave your house. How about you always leave 10 minutes earlier than you need to in case there is an accident, in case there is construction, in case some crazy driver in front of you swerves you off the road, God forbid, right? Like, obviously that is a different story, but (laughs) you get what I mean prepare and plan in ways that allow you to always be early. Right? Yeah. Be 10 minutes early to everything.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. All right. The second to last one, this complaining. Is, yes.
0: Guys, we're, we're don't get me wrong, and this goes for all these things, we're guilty. Mm-hmm. Right? We're not saying we don't do any of this stuff on occasion. But especially complaining, it doesn't get you anywhere. Yeah. It doesn't do anything. All it is is negativity that you're then spreading onto others and that is so contagious that then they're going to start being negative. Yeah. And before you know it, you've ruined everything.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I was just, I think it was in the book that I'm reading right now, the big art, the big leap. He was explaining how you can actually get like an accountability partner to call you out every single time that you complain. And it can be really helpful because no one wants to complain like no, no. one wants to be sound like a little
0: bitch if you complain
1: yeah and like if you <laughs> if you told me like you're complaining i would be like one i'd probably be embarrassed well you would I'd get be mad. so mad at me. i'd be yeah. mad but i'd also be embarrassed and eventually i'm gonna complain less and less Maybe so what we you're should saying do this.
0: is we should do this and i'm just supposed to deal with all your rage
1: yeah but like eventually <laughs> it'll stop
0: <laughs> that sounds fun
1: um, we'll keep you updated if we do that, but yeah, just don't, don't complain. No, you like, got
0: to rework the situation. You got to yeah. look at everything as an opportunity, not an obstacle.
1: Yeah. And it, it's not easy. No, but you can do it. You can. Uh, last one.
0: Last one. This is similar Same. to what we said in fitness. Yeah. Going through the motions, quit going through the motions of life. Like, what do you think? You don't get two lives. You don't get to hit the restart button. Mm -hmm. And you're just working your way through half assed, just hoping for the next best thing to happen. You got to quit. You got to take action. You got to be on the offense you got to live your life in the way that you want. No one's going to give you or hand you anything. Mm -hmm. So quit going through the motions. Quit going through the motions at your job. Quit going through the motions with your family. Quit going through the motions with your relationships, with anything. Mm -hmm. You need to be active and present and putting in time and energy to build these things and to take these actions, not just going through the motions.
1: Chills. (laughs) What a way to finish up.
0: And that's it guys, that's all we had today. Three categories, a little fun, a little more lighthearted, but also serious conversation. Mm -hmm. Hopefully when you listen to it, you think, shit, he's right. Or you think, I'm on the right track. Yeah. All right, I was right in line with everything they were saying.
1: Or if you have any questions about something that we said, like with especially fitness and nutrition, if you're like, I don't know if I believe them, tell us, like let us help you. Let
0: us educate you.
1: Yeah, seriously.
0: I know. I just love how you said, if you don't believe, you better believe.
1: (laughs) But it's okay if you don't. We're going to educate (laughs) you if you
0: don't with the facts, with science.
1: No one's going to reach out now.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, guys, seriously, you can always reach out and ask us questions. (laughs) I just like to be a little more aggressive. Ashley likes to be a little more coddling.
1: When you uh, reach out, just be like, "Um, I'm speaking to Ashley.
0: (laughs) Yeah. When you DM us, say, can I speak with Ashley? And if she responds with 17 emojis and 12 exclamation points, (laughs) you know who it is. (laughs) All right. But But, I think that wraps it up today. Yeah. Um, And again, if you guys want additional information on any of this, if you ever have any topics that you want us to cover, make sure you send those in, whether it's email, phone, text message, Facebook message, DM. I don't care. Just get a hold of us. Yeah. And we'll, we'll make sure we cover that for you. Answer your questions and uh, provide you as much value as we can and move you towards your goals as best we can.
1: Yeah, I love it.
0: Awesome. Well, until next time, guys, we hope you have a wonderful week. Bye, guys. Hey, guys, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Whether this is your first time tuning in or if you're here with us each and every week, we cannot say thank you enough. If it were not for you, we could not do this week in and week out, reach the people that we're reaching and change the lives that we're changing. So if you enjoy what you hear, please head over to iTunes and leave us a five-star review. You can drop a comment in there as well. That is how we extend our reach and how we grow this platform to hopefully change even more lives. All that said, if you do not follow us on our other platforms, on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, YouTube, etc., if you don't follow the blog on our website, if you don't follow any of our content... Make sure you go to those platforms, that you subscribe to those channels because we are here every single day trying to provide you with the information that you need to move towards your health and fitness goals. That's it for today, guys. Have a fantastic week.